Section 17 of The Artist, or Young Ladies' Instructor in Ornamental Painting, Drawing, etc., by B. F. Gandhi. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Oriental Tinting, Lesson 2 I have not succeeded quite to my satisfaction yet, but I hope a little further practice will ensure it. What I find puzzles me is the liability of the color to be disturbed. If I have painted a part and wish to make it darker, I find the brush removes that already put on, and in rectifying this error I make a mottled appearance which does not look well. But I had most trouble in cutting the outlines. The knife slipped about so that I seemed to have no command over it. Then it was not sufficiently sharp, Ellen. Did you make use of the hone I recommended? Oh, yes, I rubbed away famously. Perhaps I did so too much. Very likely. The spots in the painting arise from a heavy pressure with the brush, or from its being in too moist a state. I shall now take the next outline, and by the assistance of the sketches, which represent the form of the parts already painted, I place it on correctly, and, securing it with the weights, shade in a similar manner, lifting up the outline occasionally to see that it corresponds with the shading already done. The remaining forms are to be finished in a similar manner, and if any of the outline has been omitted, it may be cut out and painted before the markings and veinings with the camel hair brush are put in. To introduce the lines of shade upon each wing, cut a piece of the tinting paper into the form of the outline, and while the whole form is on it, put this piece of paper down and shade with a small brush to and fro, then move it to the proper distance and shade again until the whole is finished. The effect of double edge to the wings of the butterfly is produced by moving the outline as many times as required and shading with the small brush each time. Can you color this butterfly with different tints now you have produced the effect of light and shade with the Indian ink? I should fear the black would mix up and spoil the colors. You are perfectly right in your conjecture. This cannot be colored without the risk you have supposed. But I shall show you how to produce a colored subject as soon as this is finished. The next step is to introduce the fine light touches, such as the light veins of leaves, etc. I take a little water alone in a small camel hair pencil and draw over the form I intend to make, and immediately press a piece of soft rag on it, and the color will come off. If not sufficiently bright the first time, it may be repeated, taking care not to make it too broad by the repetition. After this, the markings or dark touches are put on, with a good pointed camel hair pencil dipped in the Indian ink and if any spaces of light have been left unintentionally, in consequence of the outlines not having been brought close together, they must be carefully filled with light touches of the Indian ink. The last thing to be done is to get rid of the hard outlines, which cannot be avoided entirely, although, by proper attention, as before recommended, they may be made considerably less conspicuous. To soften down these strong outlines, I take a little thin color on a camel hair brush and work off the outline by a repetition of small fine touches, 
by which means i obtained the downy effect so natural to the outline of butterflies flowers fruit etc and with the same material any particularly delicate and highly finished effect may be produced as the eyes of birds drops of water on leaves delicate touches on wings of butterflies etc how very beautiful the effect of this method is i am surprised anyone should decry it do you not consider it a very useful discovery the effect is undoubtedly exceedingly pleasing and it is interesting to be acquainted with it but i must candidly state that i do not think it desirable that it should interfere with or supersede the study of sketching from nature you will readily perceive that those who practice in this way can be only copyists and there is a probability of producing too great a uniformity in the effect of shade unless a constant effort be made to avoid it End of section seventeen